This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on January the 8th, 2023. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 3. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptised, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. Grace, peace and mercy are ours through the triune God. Amen. Last week, we spoke about the name of Jesus and the importance of that name. Can anyone remember what it means? Do you remember? Yep, I can hear it whispered. God saves, that's it, fantastic. We heard of the importance of Jesus being named by the angel to Mary and then named formally and ritually in the temple as a baby. And this week, as we enter the season of Epiphany, and as the name Epiphany suggests, we continue to hear more revelations about just who Jesus is. Now, you might have thought that we would hear more about Jesus growing up, about his life, and about his life as a teenager and as a young man, but no, instead, we're taken straight to the announcement and confirmation of who Jesus really is. In the preceding verses of this chapter of Matthew, John the Baptist loudly proclaims the advent of Jesus. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And as John baptizes those he gathers, who gather, he proclaims, I baptize you with water for repentance, but the one who is coming after me is more powerful than I, and I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And then God himself says, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased an announcement to the world about, about just who Jesus is, on the highest authority, so we're left in no doubt. And this identity, this critically important identity, is all about relationship. The Father says that this is his Son and his Beloved. And in a miraculous insight, Jesus sees the Holy Spirit descending like a dove upon him when he's baptised. 
In other words, this revelation of identity involves the whole community of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, together kicking off Jesus' ministry and reminding us that significant things are underway here. You know, one of the things that I love about this event out in the Jordan River is what God does not say. He actually says, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased, before Jesus has really done anything. Think about that. God doesn't say, I'm well pleased because he has proven to me that he deserves it. He has quiet time with me each night. He always reads the Torah and he really knows how to heal people. No, nothing like that. As far as we know from all the gospels together, this is the start of Jesus' ministry. And so far he hasn't really done anything. And yet, he was called beloved. The one in whom the Father was well pleased. But that's God for you. As John writes in his first epistle, God is love. And that love is for you and for me. And at your own baptism, you didn't have to do anything. In that baptism, God proclaims that you are his beloved child and claims you and names you as God's own. God's love is his free gift to you, just like your baptism is his gift too. Baptism is not a ritual that we give to God, but God's act upon us. Baptism is God's act of gospel love. And Jesus' baptism is also an important act of gospel love because in it, God continues to fulfill what he began at Christmas. In step one at Christmas, when Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, he took on our flesh. God himself came to dwell in our midst, to be with us and to live the life that we face. And yet, he was different. He was God and human. Facing everything we do, everything that we're told, everything that we experience. And yet, he was without sin. We hear in the verses just prior to today's gospel that John was baptising people who came in repentance for their sins, seeking forgiveness from God. So immediately, we can ask, well, why was Jesus baptised then? What did he have to repent of? And the answer, of course, is nothing. But this is step two. Jesus wades into the Jordan and allows himself to be counted among the sinners. At his birth, God was joined with our flesh and blood so that he could be with us. In last week's service, we heard in the Christ hymn from Philippians, that Jesus willingly emptied himself, taking on the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And so Jesus submits to a baptism of repentance from John. He humbles himself. And in his baptism, Jesus voluntarily joins himself to our sin so that he can overcome it. 
He begins his journey to the cross and the grave as God's long-awaited salvation moves one step closer. The baptism of Jesus advances the plan of God to heal our relationship with him, to open heaven to us once again. And we see heaven opened as Jesus is baptised, an event of cosmic proportions, one that prepares him for what's going to come next. Because immediately following his baptism, that same spirit, the one who first looked like a peaceful dove, sends Jesus out into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. The wilderness. Perhaps you know something of the wilderness, of uncertainty and of fear. Perhaps life sometimes feels chaotic as we deal with rising costs and interest rates, as we live in the midst of a pandemic that sometimes still feels out of control. Perhaps illness, grief, disappointment and suffering have been your companions in 2022. In our wilderness and in our chaos, what is it that we can hold on to? What is it that we know? Here's what we know because of Jesus' baptism and because of our baptism too. We are God's beloved children with whom he is well pleased, not because of anything we've done, but because Jesus shared in our humanity and he took our sins to the cross. But even more than this, at our baptism, we too received the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit who guides, who leads, who prompts, and who is active in our lives. The Spirit who empowers us to join in the mission of God, to bring God's love, mercy, and grace to everyone that we meet. What's the Holy Spirit inviting us into in this new year? How does our baptismal identity shape how we respond to those in our community here and, into our, and to those in our wider community? Some good questions to ponder. As we extend and we receive grace and mercy, as we open ourselves up to vulnerability, and ultimately, as we tell the story of the God we meet in Jesus, we remind one another who and whose we are. May God continue to bless us and love us as we live out our baptismal identity this year. Amen. Amen.